Turn on the mic, Dave. Turn on the mic. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Film Junkie Live on your Monday, end of Monday, September 26th. Man, we're almost in October. Wow! Just going by real quick, man. Well, you know, we can look forward to no more heat, especially in California. I don't know where you're at, but geez, it's still hot over here in Cali. But hey, what's going on, everybody? How's everybody doing? Everybody good? Yeah. Make sure you smash that like, thumbs up, do all that stuff, you know, hit that notification bell, you know, you know the drill, follow me on the sock myth right there, got the Patreon too if you want to help out that pirate ship, you know, nothing wrong with that, alright, how we doing, what's going on Lisa, what's going on, how you doing, Miss Jackson, alright, we got Nate Smith right here, alright, we got Mr. Rebel, Rebel, screaming the name, hey Nate, oh you saw Bullet Train, Pit was amazing, good, Good, that's good. Well, it's good. Mr. Vega, what is up? Cheers. Yes, cheers. What's going on, cats? I appreciate that. Love it, love it, love it. All right, we got Mr. Eric Patterson. We got Selena Cal right here. Who else? We got Jade. What's happening? We got Cosma. How you doing? We got Ryan also right here. Okay. Rosemary's here. That's right. Weekend was good. Weekend was great. Has... As per usual, just hanging out, watching football, eating some food, having some fun, having some laughs. It's always a good time. Always a good time. So, all right, we got Mr. J.D. McRae right here. Just wanted to say thank you for being a positive person. Yes, started. Well, I appreciate that. Appreciate that. A lot of kind words have come my way, you know. Really appreciate that, of course, you know. All right, who else we got here? Hey, we got Mr. Ping Pong Flicks. Chris Wrong Swenson right here. What's going on? Ah, uh, let me turn that off. Okay, I've been f still fighting uh, about the VS. <laughs> oh, are they still fighting about that? Aw, still fighting. Yeah, well, you know, we'll talk about that. We'll definitely be talking about that. We got Mr. Anthony right here. Good to see you, sir. Buenas noches, El Calavero. That's right. That's right. It's freezing. Yeah, see, it's freezing over there in Michigan, but yeah, it's still 90. It was like 100 degrees today over here in fucking Cali. Tell you what. Yes, exactly. Hi, Miss Steph, of course, and do what she said right here. Oh, uh, wait, where, where was it right there? Uh, there you go. What she said right there. Steph's right there. Miss Nighthawk always here to uh, let you guys know to uh, smash that like thumbs up. Of course. So always good to see you, Steph. All right. Who else we got here? Okay. We got, uh, all right. We got Lane right here. Who's uh hashtag Dave simp. Yeah. I don't know, man. You, you were like concerting it up. I saw your posts. Good job, man. Uh, how was my, how was I, my week? Well, the weekend was pretty great. I mean, of course, online life was a was kind of crazy, but hey, you know, what could he do? <laughs> what can he do? Hey, what's going on? Dark side is still hiding from snow. Yes, very much, very much. So that's right. We got Captain Go, oh, Captain Gator Girls here. What's going on, Nikki? Always good to see you too. All right, there she is. We got DJ as well. So always good to see. You. We got Niner for life. Also, hmm, watched that game last night. Eek. It's like, Garoppolo's back. He did great. And then all of a sudden yesterday, womp, womp. Eek. It's 
It's rough, man. It's rough. And there's Mr. Jose right there. All right. What up? Uh, uh, let's get these. Uh, yeah, let's do that right there. Let's definitely do that. What's going on, Jacob? All right. And then, uh, yeah, I know I'm trying to catch everybody, but the thing just moves so quick. So sorry if I miss everybody. I was trying to get everybody. So, but yeah, sometimes this thing jumps. So hello, darling. You know, good to see you. All right, guys. Again, smash that like thumbs up. Of course, we're going to be talking about, uh, well, we're going to talk about a new rumor, you know, a, a rumor that came out recently from, uh, yeah, it is from her, but it got me thinking, got me thinking. That's the thing. It got me thinking and even t- having conversations with people and, you know, we didn't really touch a lot when it came to the vodka stream because it was all about that dark side statue. So, you know, there wasn't like a bunch when it came. It was all about the guests. It was all about the guests and it was all about a cool environment. So we didn't really talk about anything that happened after last Wednesday. So I wanted to talk about this particular thing when it came to about the uh, about the Justice League, Suicide Squad and Black Adam. You know, you know, something with that. And then we're going to, of course, talk about the vodka stream a little bit because, yes, there was a, uh, you know, Things got a little crazy. Got a little crazy. Watch out. Apparently, uh, you know, in in some groups, I was uh, enemy number one when it came to uh, (laughs) the vodka stream. So we're going to, you know, talk about that. But, you know, we'll try to be as positive as possible. Then we're going to talk about Batgirl and then the don't worry, darling. You know, more about that whole drama that's been happening right there. But yes, guys, I did pour. I still have some bourbon left, some Buffalo Trace that I had from the vodka stream. So as always, I always have a drink for uh, saying cheers to Monday being done. So cheers, guys. Hopefully you had a great weekend. You know what I watched over the weekend that I hadn't watched in a while? Prisoners. If you haven't watched Prisoners, do yourself a favor. Obviously, you know what Prisoners is. You got Hugh Jackman, Jake Gyllenhaal, Dene Volinyev. I always say his name wrong, but it's such a great movie. I hadn't seen it in a while, and I just forgot like how fucking excellent that movie is. That movie should have gotten nominated for awards. The acting, the story, the just the mind. Oh, man, such a good thing. Such a good thank you, Rebel, right there. You said thank you for bringing us uh, some great port in the Snyder's. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, man. That was that was great. That was great. So, Prisoners, one of your favorite. Yeah, it is just so good. I just, I hadn't seen it in a couple of years, a couple of few years, and I just forgot how freaking good that goddamn movie is. So good. So, it's great. So, you fell asleep in the theater? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, you know, after all the drama... And hearing people's reactions, I just was like, you know what? I was very just mentally exhausted from work because work's been sucking lately that I was like, you know what? I'm going to stay home and just watch them. I'm just going to watch these big, huge buff dudes uh, beat each other up over a ball that's shaped like an egg. That's what I'm going to do on Thursday. So I didn't go see the movie. And maybe one of these days I will. Uh, Yeah, so... Yeah, Paul Dan. I mean, it's it's just so good. It's just so freaking good. So freaking good. Yes, exactly. It was great. And uh, that end. I know the ending will just go. What? Yeah. And and that's the thing. It's like you want everything to wrap up in a bow, and then it kind of just you know. I'm not gonna spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen it. You know, even though the movie's been out for like almost a decade. But yeah, I just forgot how freaking good that movie is, man. And so uh, you know, I'm glad you know. I'm glad you liked it too, Steph. I'm glad you liked it too. Um, let's see. Yep. All right. So Carrie's here too. Gustavo. Oh yeah. Cowboys. I got the game on right there. So it's all good. All right. Let's get to it. Cause it is the Monday show. You know how the Monday shows get. Cause we still go into the tweets. You know, we get to these tweets. 
see what's happening in the tweets right here. Let's, oh, you know what? Forgot to change the uh, transition here. Hold on. Let's get it uh, to that right there. All right. We're going to start off with a long zoom right here from David Ayer. That's right. That's right. You know, showing that big camera energy. That's what David Ayer is doing right there. Showing that big camera energy. <clears throat> BCE, BCE, BCE. Got to love it. Can't wait to see what he's uh, cooking up right there. That's right. Oh, man. All this talk about Henry Cavill's, like, suit. Uh, Mr. Clue right here, he he did a little different one, which I thought was funny. I, I actually voted for the birthday suit because, you know, why not? We all want... <laughs> who, who doesn't want to see Henry Cavill just, you know, hey, no suit at all, right? His birthday suit. Uh, but, yeah, you know. But I did my video about that whole thing. Of course we know. We've always been talking about that it, it would not be the black suit. We'll talk about that a little bit with the main topic, of course. So, yeah. Anyway, so we got all that. This is pretty funny right here. I love this. I love this. Somebody... <laughs> Hey, I don't care what side of the aisle you're you're politically on. It's pretty crazy when like, oh yes, our president just kind of goes when he when he gets done, he gets a little lost. So somebody put John Travolta Pulp Fiction right there. I thought it was pretty hilarious. I, I really laughed hard on that one. I did. Hey, here's Sigourney Weaver with a pumpkin. You know, nothing wrong with that. Gotta love it. And then look at this right here from Fear Jason. Fear Jason right here doing freaking awesome work right here. Look at that. Man, showing that. Adding Black Adam right there in the rain. Beautiful, Fear Jason. Or like maybe that wasn't you that did it. I don't know, but posted it. I thought it was cool. Maybe it wasn't you. Hopefully it was. I hope it's you. And, of course, there's badass uh, Michael Keaton, 89 Batman. I don't know. So, um, And then well, what else we got here? Keep going. Hey, look at this. Finally. We're finally getting some updates on this. My God. Cloverfield. Cloverfield is finally moving forward. This is going to be a direct sequel to the original Cloverfield, apparently. Uh, Paramount and Black, uh, and uh, not Black, Bad Robot. I got Black Adam on the brain. Are moving forward with a new Cloverfield pick with Babak Anvari being set as director. So there you go. I'm excited because I love the Cloverfield movies. I've been a fan of this shit. Man, when the, when we first saw that first Cloverfield movie, I was just like, oh my God, I got to know what this is. What was that? Oh my, I still remember seeing it, seeing that trailer that, that we had nothing, we knew nothing about. It was right before Transformers. And I remember me and my friend, we looked at each other going, what the hell was that? And I was intrigued, and there was a bunch of little mystery behind it. But then, you know, in Clover, you know, 10 Cloverfield Lane, right? Um, 12? Whatever number it is. You know what I'm talking about. Great movie, too. And then, of course, the uh, Cloverfield Paradox. Kind of, uh, a lot of people didn't really like that. It was kind of iffy. So hopefully we this really turns into something pretty damn amazing. Because um, I want to continue on with the Cloverfield, you know, mythology and the anthology and all that stuff. I really want more of that. And I'm excited for this, too. Reacher Season 2. Look at that. It's starting to film right now. So uh, looking forward to that. If you haven't watched Season 1, do yourself a favor. Really enjoyed Reacher Season 1. Good stuff with what's-his-name right there, who is a freaking giant. Yeah. So there we go. We got some Black uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, uh, Empire Magazine covers that look pretty cool. I like it. Um, and then, yeah, we'll be talking about that. We'll be talking about that. And, uh, hey, guess what? Jurassic World Dominion crossed a billion dollars. There you go. We got another billion-dollar movie right here. 
Jurassic World Dominion crossed a billion dollars. We weren't sure if it was going to, but yes, it did. And thank God, you know. Uh, but we also, you know, I mean, thank God. Bryce Dallas Howard had to lose some weight. And of course, uh, a lot of people are like complaining about that. But hey, uh, you know, you got to get fit for the role sometimes. That's the way it is. It's part of the gig. I thought this was funny right here. Topher Grace uh, says that 90s show return felt like Christmas. So comicbook.com decided to use a screenshot. That didn't have Topher Grace. It actually had the guy who replaced him. I don't know why they chose this screen, this free featured image, but whatever. I don't know. I just thought that was funny. Hey, look at uh, Adam Levine. That's right. He's a feminist, guys. He's a feminist. That's right. You always got to watch out for the people who, who display it on their clothing. Just saying. Anyways, and then we got David F. Sandberg. I mean, he really wants, I mean, this is, again, this is what we're going to be talking about tonight. I'm talking about, of course, you know, Dwayne Johnson pitching Black Adam versus Justice League versus, uh, versus a Suicide Squad. Um, and then, like, <laughs> David F. Sandberg's like, hey, Dwayne Johnson, what are you doing? You got to Shazam. That that's 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 a weird thing. It definitely is a weird thing. That whole thing when it comes to Shazam and Black Adam. I tell you what, this is pretty badass too. From DC Films right there, they did this like little gif right there, which is amazing. And then of course we had all that. James Earl Jones, guys. Oh, raise your glass up. James Earl Jones is stepping back from voicing Darth Vader. We knew it was going to be happening. He's in his nineties. It's not going to happen anymore, but cheers to James Earl Jones for, uh, you know, I mean, his body of work is just absolutely amazing. He's got a distinct voice. The man is an icon. He's a legend, all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, he's finally officially stepping away from Darth Vader. So nothing wrong with that. Cheers, guys. Mm. Cheers to James Earl Jones. Obviously, they're going to be using, like, the, uh, the AI technology that kind of just, you know, you know, that whole technology where they could basically just take all the words and group them together or, you know, do something. And then because that's what they use for Obi-Wan Kenobi. I mean, that's the thing. The Kenobi series, that wasn't actually James Earl Jones that did it. They just kind of did the AI thing and it just kind of bunched it all together. So, I mean, it was already happening, but, you know, he's the man. That's for damn sure. Hey, Ray is here. Good to see you. Look at this. And then we got this, guys. Check this out. Come forward. Um, so we got the, uh, the composer for David Ayer Suicide Squad, who was, uh, just on, uh, the, uh, what was it, Joe, uh, this one dude right here, oh, no, yeah, yeah, when it calls it Joe E.I.E., he was, uh, he was just on there, and he, and, uh, he asked him about his work on the Suicide Squad when it came to the score, because we all know, even David, David Ayer's talked about it, that the original Suicide Squad wasn't supposed to have so many, you know, so many uh, record drops, you know, you know what they do, uh, whatever they, I forgot exactly what they call that, but yeah, you know, like, um, what does they call it? Needle drops, right? Needle drops when it comes to having a soundtrack that has a bunch of old, you know, that has a bunch of music. Well, he talked about it right here, so check this out. Years, I think, to one of the most discussed blockbusters of recent years, Suicide Squad. I was actually listening back to the, to the score, um, it, coming up to this to this chat and I was like it's it's interesting because the film is is so so heavily on its soundtrack with the people coming in uh, singing songs over it so I'm curious what were your memories of working on that because there's obviously there's the hashtag release the air cut there's a lot of conversation around so many different cuts of this movie were you were you 
like it, did you score the movie that we saw or did you score a different movie that has then been recut and has your score in it or I, I, what's your experiences on it? Well, I mean, I, I think the, 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 the thing I always point to with this is if, if you listen to the soundtrack record for that, there's an awful lot of music that you won't hear in the film. Mm. Um, so I was, I was on the project for, for a long time and wrote a lot of, of music to, to various cuts. Um, various and, you cuts. Know, in the end, that film went the way it went and there was obviously you know, a change of direction that happened. Um, towards the end of it, where a lot of songs came in, and you know, various editorial things happened. Um, but yeah, there's a, there's a lot of. Uh, for me, it was my second project with David Ayer, and I I have a tremendous amount of time with him. I'm so proud of the work we did together. And Fury is still one of the the scores that I'm I'm really proud of, and that was you know a very close collaboration with him. So yeah, I kind of um, you know, I'm, I'm very supportive of of all things David, and um, yeah, it was it was a, a frustrating and kind of tricky time. Hell of a sort of experience in terms of, you know, the Hollywood thing. The Hollywood um, but thing. Yeah, I, I'm very proud of the work. And it, it was the first time I'd ever recorded in L.A. And it was just glorious. You know, you kind of you were with these amazing musicians who do this all the time. And it was just, uh, yeah, it was, it was a, a fun time, but, you know, kind of frustrating end game. Frustrating end game. Is there another version that you've seen that you're like, oh, I wish audiences had seen that one? Um, I, yeah, I'd, I'd always rather see the version that had all the music in it. which Uh, is the air uh, cut i mean things exist but you know who knows in the politics of of that politics what could ever happen but you know there was certainly yeah as you can see from the the even the titles on the score album there was a lot of things that that you didn't see Uh, see i mean he talks about a lot of things that you didn't see man so there you go there's a composer right there mr steve b price um, hey, maybe we should try to get him on the vodka stream or something like that one of these days. That'd be pretty sweet. But uh, yeah, just kind of talking about like, yeah, the frustrating thing, the various cuts. He said that too. I mean, it just kind of shows you right there just like what was going on with that movie. And hopefully, hopefully one of these days we can actually hear his complete score, you know, that were, you know, that, that got taken away because they wanted to put a fucking needle drop song right there because they were just of course they were trying to make it like Guardians of the Galaxy which is uh you know exactly what it is you know and David Ayers talked about that so yeah I thought that was pretty cool that he got interviewed and he talked about that so uh there you go release the goddamn air cut huh November November remember remember the 5th of November that's what I'm just saying guys as of right now and then of course uh rest in peace to Louise Fletcher uh she passed away over the weekend age 88 um people best know her as the uh the as nurse ratchet in uh one flew over the cuckoo's nest but you recognize her face everywhere I mean she's been in a many numerous things and she's always just been like that you're like oh my god <sighs> you see her you go oh my god you just kind of just you you stiffen up a little bit. You're like ah, my god. But yeah, may she rest in peace. Lived a full life, so that's pretty good right there. So, um, and then look at this thing right here. Okay, I mean we saw Scott obviously unbox the uh, the the Weta workshop statue, but look at this freaking bust right here. Holy crap. He's tall. Yes, he is. This is from Queen Studios. That thing is a freaking crazy right there when it comes to dark side. Huh. Yeah, then of course we'll talk about all that. Thank you, uh, Mr. Bailey, right there for uh, you know when we yeah. Zach knows a lot about batteries apparently. <laughs> he definitely does. And then you guys see this shit, man. So the movie Smile comes out this week, and apparently part of the marketing budget is to stick some of the actors behind home plate of various baseball games. Look at this. That's of eleven games included. Look at that. Just right there. She's just sitting there. Like, she got paid to actually have to smile. Creep. Like, very creepy like that. What the hell? 
It's insane. Wow. <laughs> so crazy. I just thought that was pretty good. Hey, look at these two. They're adorable, aren't they? And then there's there's uh there's the statue right there that uh Scott unboxed. Poor guy, man, he was he was uh it was a workout for him. It definitely was a workout. Definitely was a workout when it came to that. So and then of course we had Tadum that happened over the weekend. Sadly, no Zack Snyder stuff. But there was plenty of cool stuff like the Pinocchio movie from Guillermo del Toro. That's right, doing the stop motion animation, which I thought was just, just so amazing. Can't wait for it. And then there was like a new clip for Wednesday, which I'm very much looking forward to as well. I think the I think this uh, show is going to be excellent. Can't wait for it. But yeah, there's a clip of her talking to Thing and uh, Jenna Ortega. Ortega. She's going to be killing it, killing it. And then, of course, we got The Witcher Season 3 that's coming out summer 2023. That was talked about. Of course, Henry Cavill actually was there at Tadum. Yeah, he actually showed up at something. And then they released the uh, the bloopers for Stranger Things Season 4. That was great. Um, but, yeah, there was this. Chris Wong Swenson showing some love. Wish you could have been there, Chris. It was good stuff. Definitely good stuff. And then, yeah, we'll talk about all that, of course, which I was doing. Um, so this uh, this is not fully true now. Uh, the final results, this didn't happen. But this was uh, currently at one point, uh, the, the Avatar re-release earned more than Don't Worry Darling at the worldwide. Bo- well, I guess that is true. It's a worldwide box office. Yeah, just change. Yeah, people not, you know, they're not excited for the new Avatar movies. Movie did better than uh, a new movie, but then of course it's Don't Worry, Darling, which has been riddled with drama, which we'll talk about. We'll talk about some of that stuff. So, and then here we go, Scott. He found the batteries. He found the batteries. He found the batteries. So uh, the light, the the eyes light up. This statue is so freaking cool, man. Such a cool statue. Look at that thing. So amazing. The detail, guys. The detail. So there you go. He found them batteries. Cool. Fear Jason putting my face on Superman this time. That's right. And then, of course, we've got Mr. Anthony that is, uh, you know, got put on a Black Adam right there. So that's pretty cool. Thank you, Fear Jason, for that. Happy birthday, of course. We uh, wish them a happy birthday yesterday on Batman the Fanimated Stream, the uh, season finale, I guess you could say. Uh, Mr. Mark Hamill. He was uh, born uh, over the weekend, you know, his birthday was over the weekend, so that's cool. We had uh, collection trailers and medleys that did a pretty cool little mashup of uh, young little young little Clark and young little uh, Bruce Wayne, a little back and forth, which I thought was really cool. You know, nothing wrong with that. And apparently Yankee, Yankee Stadium got a lightning strike. Look at that shit. Holy crap. That is amazing. I mean, the still shot looks freakier than the actual shot. But here's the actual shot right here. Bam! Look at that. I mean, I know Aaron Judge. I mean, you ever seen you ever seen The Natural, the movie The Natural with Robert Redford? I mean, come on. Uh, there, you know, there's a little bit of correlation right there if you've seen that movie when it comes to lightning. <laughs> but man, look at that shit. That's happened at Yankee Stadium yesterday. Just striking it striking it god damn it's crazy what batteries <laughs> scott's here good to see you scott and of course we got miss liz wonder killing it killing it she's got a new uh, wonder woman costume and uh took this image right here in honor of Zack snyder's justice league with my cosplay of wonder woman Zack snyder's justice league 2 we need it 
So uh, she posted this right here. Liz, of course, killing it, killing it in the cosplay game, uh, especially when it comes to Wonder Woman stuff, just always killing it. And I like the uh, the newly added gear when it comes to the uh, costume of Wonder Woman right there. It kind of more represents, hey, maybe some shit that would happen in the sequel. So, And then, of course, we have uh, the boys released a blooper reel for season three, which is obviously hilarious. Gotta love the bloopers. Absolutely love the bloopers. We got AMC Entertainment. Uh, they file to sell up to 425 million ape shares. I don't get the whole ape shares thing, but, you know, just talking with people who, who do know. Yeah, it's it's not good. AMC always seems to be like, it seems like they're doing good, and then they're not, and then they're doing good, and then they're not. I don't know. AMC just goes down when it comes to their stock and stuff like that. But you hate to see it because it's AMC. When you think about movie theaters, you think about AMC, even though I go to Harkins all the time now. But, you know, it just kind of sucks that it, they're, still, they're still struggling. They're fucking still struggling, man, and it sucks. And then uh, Zack Snyder, speaking of Zack Snyder, thanks uh, to everyone that submitted as part of the uh, Rebel Moon fan contest, we are blown away by how creative you all are. We will announce the 40 finalists on September 30th when um, the 40. Yeah, that's right. 40 finalists. That's right, guys. Zach said 40. <clears throat> if you know, you know. If you know about the number 40, you know about the number 40. Uh, when in the fan voting for Lucky 10, who will get the chance to... Uh, to come uh, in, uh, to our sets right there. So hopefully Aaron Bailey gets it. Hopefully Aaron Bailey gets it. I'm, I'm rooting for him and stuff like that. So, And then look at this. We have a brand new look at uh, Namor right here with uh, Tanakh uh, Hirota right here. So we got another look, look at him. Remember when the creator of uh, Namor was kind of uh, upset about it because he didn't look as jacked as he should in the uh, live action? Well, I'm like, you know what? Guy's ripped enough. He's a fucking swimmer. He's not supposed to be like, you know, he's not going to be like Superman, Batman status or Thor status there, buddy. But uh, another thing that was talking about, too, when it came to Neymar was like the fact that apparently they're going to run with that he's a mutant. So they're going to go that. Apparently. OK, so when it comes to the MCU, we've already gotten we've already gotten a little hint of, hey, there might be some mutants mutant activity that's happening in the MCU when it came to Miss Marvel is basically talked about that. Yeah, she has mutation in her. So they kind of, I mean, I guess when it comes to the MCU tackling the whole mutant thing and getting X-Men involved, I mean, I guess they're kind of easing into it. I mean, we're probably not going to get anything for a while still, probably not till after what phase six, probably going to be like a phase seven thing. And but they're trying their best to be like, hey, some of these characters have the mutant gene. But at the same time, so, you know, at the same time, it's like, all right, well, let's start inter in introducing that. So and then, of course, see, I don't know much about Namer. So thank you, Nate Smith. Yes. If he's uh, already got the mutant gene in him. Good. Good. Because I know Miss Marvel, they had to really tweak her character. So that's good. So that was, you know, that was a little iffy. Some people were like, eh, I don't know. I don't know about that, but yes. So, uh, yeah, anybody familiar with it? Like I said, I didn't really get into the whole thing uh, when it came to Neymar or something like that. I mean, I know I know a little bit just from the little bit of research, I, but I was like, yeah, as long as, like, at least he's a little bit of a mutant. But, yeah, when it came to the Miss Marvel thing, a lot of people were, like, going, eh, I don't know about that. So, yeah, Deadpool 3, yeah, no, I think Deadpool 3 is really going to do that. 
Yeah, I think Deadpool 3 is really going to try to, like, you know, really nail that to home. So, but, uh, but yeah, so there you go. So now they're just kind of saying that, and good, good. Let's get some of that. Start just kind of saying some things to start slowly getting the mutants into the MCU. So, you know, I think a lot of people, like I said, a lot of people were not happy with the Miss Marvel thing, but, hey, at least, uh, you know, this is actually going to be the. So if Neymar is a mutant, what are the rest of the people? Yeah, I don't know. I like I said, I don't know much about them. You got the we got the expert in here, Mr. Scott. If you want to answer that, you know, do that. So, um, and then according to again Grace, yes, I know Grace. Uh, but this is interesting though. The reason why I'm kind of curious about this is like, okay, so when it comes to Joker. Filet, I always say it wrong. Filet adieu, filet adieu, if I'm saying that right. Uh, I'm probably butchering it, as I usually do. Is rumored to be told from the perspective of Lady Gaga's Harley Quinn, and that Harley Quinn will see her world as a musical. So that's according to Grace, of course, which, of course, you know, you got to take everything with a grain of salt. But at the same time, I was like, all right, well, that's interesting. I kind of I kind of like that. I kind of like that because... We don't, you know, I want to, that would be pretty sweet if it was like told from a different perspective, I guess you could say. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, but you know how people are going to just like, because we, we, we heard about the supposed salaries that some of these people, these people are getting. So if it's supposed to be from the perspective of Harley Quinn, shouldn't she be more of the star or whatever? I don't know. There's going to be maybe some backlash if this is all true. But then at the same time. I'm just going, all right, I'm just glad it's something completely different from the first one because obviously these people are sick in the head. You saw the first Joker. We know that he was sick in the head and he was imagining certain things. And God knows if he was imagining the whole thing. I mean, I remember I made a video about that when it came out. I was like, what if the whole thing was just like, you know, this whole thing that was going on in his head? There's a lot of, there, there's some things that were like an indication that maybe Arthur Fleck was not really doing some of the stuff that he was doing and he's just fucked in the head. But apparently when it comes to this, maybe, possibly, who knows, but I know it is grace. So take it with a grace of salt. <laughs> okay. I did that. Yeah. Totally did that. Uh, let's see. Hey, Jay Leva. That's right. Uh, I know some people don't like him now and, uh, those same people don't like me, but anyways, Jay Leva said, uh, if, uh, you want to learn how to do storyboards for animation and live action films, I am teaching my cinematic storyboard class where we cover everything from dialogue scenes to fight choreography. This is, uh, an in-person in, uh, Pasadena, California at Concept Design Academy. So there you go. Anybody in the Southern California area, October 3rd, that's right. It's going to cost you about $160, nine class meetings, four and a half hours each. Learn from the GOAT, from Slay Oliva himself, how to do storyboard stuff. So anybody out there, do it, do it. That's right. And you guys see this? Apparently we shot something at, uh, we, we shot something called the dart at uh, at a at an asteroid or a meteor or whatever the hell, we shot something at a big rock in the sky, and apparently it it worked. It worked, which is the size of a football stadium, and it poses no threat to Earth. So we're good. Yes, there's an asteroid out there, and we threw some shit at it. Okay. I mean, personally, I think Michael Bay was like, "What the hell? Where's the spectacle? Send some dudes up there that know how to drill." You know, they didn't do it Armageddon style, but hey, what can you do? 
Kevin Feige says they decided not to recast T'Challa, and in the MCU, it just felt like it was much too soon to recast. Just say what you really want to say, Kevin. Just say that you would have got a lot of backlash. That's what would have happened. You're afraid about the backlash. Um, if this was, I mean, and, uh, I mean, it's the iffiness of all of recasting, of course, you know, if recasting him was um, obviously the big thing. It was like, all right, so obviously Mr., uh, you know, Mr. Bozeman, you know, he passed away way too soon. Seemed like a great dude. Did some great uh, work. I still like 42. I don't care what anybody says. I know 42 didn't really blow up like it did, but man, I thought it was a pretty damn good movie. Harrison Ford, come on. Jackie Robinson, go check it out. Um, but, you know, when it came to like, I mean, I understood it at first, but then after a while I was going, just recast him. Just recast him. You know, I know he's been, he was Black Panther in what? At what, three or four movies? Four movies. He was Black Panther in four movies. I get it. I get it. But at the same time, it's like, well, just give somebody else a chance. I mean, obviously, when it comes to Black Panther, a billion-dollar franchise, you know, that could give another black actor, you know, the chance to take, uh, the take you know, to, to, wear the, to wear the Black Panther mask. But, uh, I mean, but I think they were just too worried about the backlash. They were too worried about the backlash because there would have been backlash. There are people that would have, it just would have been backlash. But, so that's what Kevin Feige had to say about Black Panther right there and not recasting him. So hopefully Ryan Coogler, and it seems like after watching that trailer that they did a pretty good job at, you know, representing him and, you know, we'll see what happens. But I mean, Black Panther Wakanda Forever still looks pretty amazing and looks like top tier uh, MCU stuff right there. But yeah, there's that's what Kevin Feige had to say. So it's just like, come on, though. I think they should have still uh, recast him. And then look at this. Look at this. We got some uh, behind the scenes. So that Batman scene. I mean, obviously, it starts off with uh, Ben Affleck himself looking right there. And, of course, we have Mr. Citrone and, and you know, out there. And uh, they're doing this stuff. And, uh, yeah, just such a cool little behind the scenes, seeing that warehouse scene. That's good stuff. Good freaking stuff. So there you go, guys. There are the tweets right there. Okay. So now we got through the tweets. How's everybody doing? We doing good still. Uh, hey, Tony Movie Chappy D9 Blomkamp fans here. All right, let's talk about this little rumor right here, which of course is uh, f- it's from uh, you know, Christ! yeah, it's from her. Uh, you know, she had a video and she basically talked about stuff that she um was hearing about when it came to uh, when it came to what's going on over that uh, Warner Brothers Discovery. Okay, so, I mean, obviously I made the, uh, the thumbnail, and, uh, you know, we'll bring up the thumbnail. What is that? Oh, yeah. Okay, that's something else. That's for later. Okay, so, I mean, imagine. Just imagine, though, because obviously, you know, here's my little thumbnail that I made right here. I mean, just imagine, uh, imagine Justice League, Suicide Squad, basically kind of teaming up together to take on Black Adam. Now... That seems like a lot of people to take on one dude that just has some, you know, he's powerful. He's got some magic. Sure. But at the same time, I'm going, ah, it wouldn't be that. It wouldn't be that. It wouldn't be, you know, just Black Adam that they're going to go up against. No, it'd be like a Legion of Dune situation. Let's face it. That's what I was thinking about. That's what I was thinking about when it came to this whole idea of a versus and a versus and a versus. You know, that's the thing. It's like, I like the idea of the Justice League having to team up with 
The Suicide Squad, which is villains and mainly Batman villains. I mean, I, I do like that idea because there's always something there, too, because that's why it would be like a versus and a versus and a versus because somebody's going to be fucking over somebody else and Batman's going to be on top of that. But if you were, if they were going to take on Black Adam, it wouldn't just be Black Adam. There's no way it would be Black Adam. I would say it would have to be a Legion of Doom situation. It would have to be. It would absolutely have to be. It can't just be Black Adam by himself, even though The Rock's, you know, The Rock would love that because he's like, yeah, I could take on everybody, you know. The hierarchy. Yeah, okay, we got it there. We got it, Dwayne. We got it. We do got it. But all I'm saying here is, you know, and then even talking to people, you know, talking to my friend who uh, who uh, tries to get some info, tries to get, tries to get some info out there. Warner Brothers Discovery and David Zaslav, no, they cannot at all compete with marvel they can't they can't compete with the mcu they really can't that fucking factory is just shitting out product after product after product and good on them you know it's not always good (laughs) it's not i still haven't watched last week's she hulk because i'm like (sighs) you know thor thor 11 thunder was a piece of shit. It was just a steaming pile of shit sandwich. I did love uh, Multiverse of Madness because of Sam Raimi. I did. Uh, Spider-Man. You know, I can go on for days. But yeah, they're pumping out product after product. So David Zaslav, Warner Brothers Discovery, Alan Horn, DeLuca, Abdi, they know that they can't compete with them. But what do they have? What do they have? Well, they still have these big, huge IPs. They still have these big, huge tentpole movies that they can put out there with these larger-than-life characters. We know this. Obviously, they got Batman. They got Superman. They got Wonder Woman. They got all this stuff. They still got that. So, I mean, they even have a a Joker movie, an R-rated Joker movie with what? Like a $60, $70 million budget that made a billion dollars. And it was quality. That's the thing. It's all about the quality, okay? They have the quantity, sure, and they just pump out shit and shit and shit. Sometimes there's some good things in there, but then it's shit and shit, you know? So instead of just trying to pump out as much as you can with everything and whatnot, everything like as you can and Wonder Twins and all that kind of stuff, no, no. Pump out the quality. Invest in the quality. If you're going to make, if you're going to make a, if you're going to lead things into a crazy crossover film do something like this where you literally have one team that has to forcefully team up with another team to take on a villain a bigger super villain team okay so you got the justice league and maybe i don't know how the justice society of of america maybe could fit into this i don't know we still got to watch black adam but can i'm just saying like do it differently do it differently. It's like, okay, so over there, they did their whole thing. They set up the movies. They set up the solo films, and then they teamed up, and now they do it. And then, of course, there's sometimes where they cross over and blah, blah, blah. But if you're going to go big, go fucking big. If, if Black Adam, I don't know if it's going to be something extremely huge, if it's going to make it. I mean, I hope that it just, I just hope it breaks even. I just hope it breaks even. But, I mean, if you're going to have something where, He's going to be the big baddie in the DCEU. Like, yes, anti-hero and maybe something like that. He takes out Sabak, but then, of course, he's going to be, like, still a big baddie. Team him up with some Legion of Dune motherfuckers, okay? And then have this... If you want to have, like, a crazy-ass crossover, this wouldn't happen for another, like, probably six or seven years. But I'm just saying, if this were going to be the case, why not? 
why not have the Justice League and the Suicide Squad end up teaming up together? And then, of course, there'll be some crazy fuckery right there uh, when it comes to people, you know, when it comes to the villains trying to F over, you know, some of their... I'm just saying, I don't know if it's going to happen. You got to, of course, take everything with a grain of salt. But just looking at it, it's like, all right, so they have to concentrate. And there, there's probably only going to be, uh, for like the next, the 10-year plan is probably only going to be hey, let's only release about two movies a year because we just don't have the budget. And yes, we're going to have like, you know, the TV shows, but guess what? We're going to have to watch that. But let's, instead of just having quantity, we got to pump in the quality budgets. The budgets have to be, you know, obviously in the range of like where we're not overspending, but at the same time, it's like get some really good writers, get some really good filmmakers, get some really good, just the quality has to be there. And we have to do something different than what's going on over there. They're doing quantity, pumping it out like crazy. Hey, we could do some crazy shit over here. That's why I kept on saying, and we've talked about it numerous times about, okay, if you get Cavill, you get Ben Affleck, make that world's finest movie, just team them up, just pair them up together that's something that'll be different and if you even want to add the, you want to make it a trinity movie do it just do it but if you want to do something like this where you want to have a crazy crossover movie fuck it do it have the justice league and the suicide squad have to team up to take on a legion of doom or something like that not a black adam but a Le- and if dwayne johnson's pitching it of course he's going to have to pitch it where it's like oh, i'm not going to be the only villain because it's not. You can't just take them out. I mean, obviously, yes, when it comes to Superman and magic, that's, you know, that's going to be a problem for him. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, but you're talking about all these people take it on. Yeah, of course, they'll be able to do it. So you have to have some other players in there. And they could make something pretty damn epic if that's the case. But then again, who knows? Could be all BS. But I wouldn't be surprised if Dwayne Johnson wants to lead to a something like this. You know, and I think the, the Real Rejects, they had a really cool, like, uh, you know, they, they, they talked about the DCU is actually the Dwayne extended cinematic universe, which, you know, I've, I've talked about it before. I had a, a stream like, like, a, like a month or so ago. I talked about how, you know, the rock verse, I guess you could say, because obviously the dude wants to continue on and he wants to be like the big baddie of all this. So, so fine. If, you're, if that's going to be the case, then sure. Have them team up. I don't know. But of course, you know. Who knows what that lineup is going to look like for each Justice League <laughs> and uh, the Suicide Squad, obviously. Um, but yeah, so I just thought that was that would be kind of cool to see something like that because that would be pretty giant and epic. But who knows what's going to be happening with that? Shazam doesn't have a place on my shelf. <laughs> Where's Wonder Woman 3? I have no idea. Yeah, so. But yeah, hopefully Shazam could be a part of that. Obviously, we need Shazam to be a part of that sooner or later yeah so yeah exactly i'm with you jose i would definitely watch um shazam yeah a hundred thousand times more than thor you know ugh. love and thunder is not close to shazam yeah not at all ugh. it's absolutely gross but i don't know i'm sure that this is kind of somewhat kind of kind of true in a way because i know you know we all know that dwayne johnson Definitely wants to keep on playing the character, and he definitely wants to be the baddie. But then also, I don't know like how good he's going to end up doing in Black Adam. I really hope he screws some people over and just, and maybe there'll be something. I don't know. And then of course, you know the whole thing when it comes to uh, when it comes to um, 
Superman's little cameo. So, yeah, Black Adam character arc should lead him to Shazam regardless. I know, but it seems like it's not. I just found out the director of uh, Black Adam's the same uh, one for Jungle Cruise. Ain't gonna lie, I'm kind of looking forward to it. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I haven't seen Jungle Cruise, so I don't know. I don't know uh, when it comes to the extent of that. I don't know. It just, I don't know. I don't know. But, but I'm just saying when it comes to this, it kind of made me go, huh, that would be different than what they're doing over there. You take two groups, you take two teams, team them up to take on another team. I think that's, that's the way they're going to have to go. If they're going to compete anything with Marvel, you really got to just pour some, pour some money into it and make sure the quality is there. Make sure the quality is there. That's all. What's going on, Mr. Lobo? Always good to see you. Okay, Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder, of course, we wanted him to come back and do a Justice League movie. Mm. So, of course, uh, Zack Snyder was on the uh, the Vodka stream over the weekend, and uh, this was his uh, entrance right here, which was uh, pretty damn cool. I thought, I, you know, just for anybody who hasn't seen it yet, you know, here was the entrance right here when Scott was uh, unboxing. Really cool stuff. Oh, hold on, let me turn on the audio, make sure the audio is on. All right. So here it is right here. To let you guys know that somebody else want to witness this too, a big fan of all. Oh, come on. This Scott, please turn your uh, attention to the screen. Zack Snyder. Is here. Do you own your home? Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I hate YouTube sometimes. Jesus Christ. Of course, they put a commercial right there. Really? A commercial right there? Yeah, but still right there. My God. If you pay more than $50. Gotta love it. Gotta love that. Come on. Ugh. So let's watch that again. My God. Hey, hey, just to let you guys know that somebody else wanted to witness this too, a big fan of all this. Scott, please turn your uh, attention to the screen. Zack Snyder is here, guys. Hey, Zack. Hey, Zack. Hello. So cool. So cool. All right. So, so yeah. When it came to that, I even explained it right after, uh, right after you know he uh, he left. He was only on there for about what, like a half an hour or something like that. Zach was on there. It's just really cool. Just um, and you know basically what happened was was you know when we were planning this thing, uh, we talked about it the re- week prior, and I was like, all right, Scott got his statue. All right, we're we're all set. We're gonna do this on uh, Wednesday night live unboxing of the statue, this epic statue that he, you know, that that's like over 50 pounds and all that stuff. So then, of course, naturally, I reached out to uh, Ray Porter, Darkseid himself, and Ray was all about it, all about it. So he was a special guest, which was great. He added to the colorful commentary. Then I was like, maybe Zach, maybe Zach would want to come on and like uh, witness this thing. So I hit him up, sent him the picture of the box, talked about it, and then. I think it was like a little less than an hour before the stream. He responded going tonight, question mark. And I went, yeah, buddy, in about an hour. And then I just sent him a link. Never got a confirmation. Had no idea. No idea if he was coming on or not. But then during the whole thing about what, about 54 minutes in or whatever, he popped in and it was like, oh, man. Epic, just absolutely epic. Fucking the nicest dude in the world. And then, of course, Debbie was there, too. Debbie showed up. She watched, she watched a little bit and everything. Uh, two of the nicest people in the world, you know, totally just um, popping in to watch this thing and just uh, add to some colorful commentary that we had. So, and it was great. And, uh, you know, we shot the shit with him a little bit, asked him a little bit of questions. And, uh, yeah, that was pretty much it. Just an epic vodka stream. But then, of course, 
We wake up Saturday and uh, wow. <laughs> wow. All of a sudden there was like, there was people not happy. You know, there was people not happy and it was turned out to be an interesting weekend because, you know, when it came to Saturday morning, I was feeling, was feeling a little, you know, a little frisky, a little frisky. I was like, what are we doing here? Huh? What are we doing? Huh? Huh? You know, I was feeling a little bit, you know, you know, yeah, I got a little bit of a hangover happening, you know, I got some breakfast burritos happening and I was just like, you know what? I'm going to start pushing back on some of this stuff. And it was funny, too, because the first thing that I saw when it came to people that were upset and I was going, why are there some people upset about this? This was an unboxing live stream and uh, it had some people just having fun, having some drinks, just relaxing and just watching this thing and uh, having having some fun with it and everything. And I'm like, why are people upset with it? And then uh, it turns out is because we didn't ask the right questions. Apparently, we didn't ask the right questions because people were like, well, you have Zack Snyder on your, your stream? You don't ask his questions? It's not what this stream was about, okay? I'm surprised. I actually was like going, I don't really want to ask him any questions because it wasn't about that. That's the thing. How are people not realizing that? Well, the thing is, they only saw a clip that somebody posted on Twitter. They only saw a clip. They saw a clip of me asking about if he saw James Gunn's animated appearance in the Harley Quinn show. Okay? I asked him that. And then, of course, rule, one, of the, one of the top five rules that you're not supposed to do is talk about James Gunn unless it's in a super negative light. Okay, you can't talk about James Gunn unless you talk negative about him. So how dare I bring up James Gunn? And apparently, according to some people, that was it was me, you know, kind of taking a jab to these fans because they because I know that they don't like James Gunn. So when I brought it up, oh, yeah, it was against them because these people are fucking narcissists. They think that everything's against them. Isn't that weird? Isn't that funny how that is? It's like, wow, you think that highly of yourself that I was thinking about you guys when I asked that question? No, we were talking about the Teen Titans Go animated appearance of Zack Snyder and praising it and talking about it, talking about the jokes and all that stuff. And then I just was wondering because a couple few weeks before that, James Gunn did an animated appearance on a Hollywood Quinn. So I was like, hey, did you see that, Zack? And he said, no, you haven't seen it. And then he said, oh, yeah, James is funny, blah, blah, blah. And then that was it. But apparently, oh, that was against the rules, guys. Against the rules. Again, you can't go against the rules. The rules, guys. And then, of course, Garza asked about Black Adam and, and Superman, which, yeah, I admit, that was like, why are you asking that, dude? <laughs> why are you asking that? I think uh, Mr. Ben Everts is still giving him shit about it. And I was like, yeah, but I don't think he was being serious about it. I don't know what he said, if he said anything on the live stream about it. But uh, I think like, um, you know, I don't think he was actually fully serious about it. I'm like, we don't need to ask that. And then, of course, we asked about Rebel Moon and stuff like that. A little bit about Rebel Moon. But we didn't expect him to answer any of those questions because he's still working on the movie. That's the thing. This wasn't going to be a Q&A. And it's crazy how people were thinking that it should have been a Q&A. No. Sometimes, sometimes these people just want to have, just shoot the shit. It was about an unboxing, okay? 
It was about him coming on and seeing that, and he was making jokes too. It was great. It wasn't about asking all these millions of questions about, uh, did you meet with Zaslav, Justice League 2, Rebel Moon, you know, Las Vegas? No, we weren't going to bombard him with a bunch of fucking questions. But yeah, apparently it was just like, and, and then yes, the whole thing when it came to Twitter, um, I was a little bit of a, you know, I was like, you know, again, I was feeling a little, you know, Ah, are we doing this? Huh? What do you guys want to do? Huh? You want to do this? Huh? I, I got this. Come at me. Come on. Come on. Come on. You know? And somebody was just like, wow, how embarrassing it was because we asked about James Gunn and then Black Adam. And then I responded with, uh, well, when he comes on your stream, feel free to ask him any questions you want. <laughs> of course, that uh, made some of those, uh, you know, people mad a little bit. And I was like, yeah, I knew that was going to kind of stir the pot, but it's true. It's like, hey, if you want to ask the right questions, by all means, start a YouTube channel, build up an audience, build up, uh, you know, a somewhat relationship with uh, the man himself and then have him on and ask whatever. Yeah. And of course, that stirred the pot a little bit. And, you know, again, it was just like crazy to see. But there, there was like questions that I actually had for some people. Like I asked one person particularly who didn't watch the entire segment because he claimed that we didn't say anything about Rebel Moon, which of course we did. And then I even asked him, I was like, okay, you didn't watch the entire thing. You can actually just see the chunk if you want. I even timestamped it, of course. But, uh, and then I asked, I'm like, okay, so I got called clout chaser numerous times. I also got called a pedophile too, which is funny. Um, and, uh, which is ridiculous and gross. And like, these people are just really sick in the head. They wonder why they get called toxic when they're calling people pedophiles and clout chasers and all this kind of stuff. It's weird. But I asked one particular person, I'm like, do you guys ever get tired of calling people that have an association with them clout chasers? Like what is going on with like, what, what is that trying to accomplish? Honestly, what is that trying to accomplish? It's like, I'm sorry that, you know, when it came to this whole thing that I was doing my thing and I was doing my videos and Zach was like, hey, stay at the film junkie. I like that guy. You know, he's cool. We're cool. We, we had a cool, you know, we built up like a little bit of a friendship and whatnot. And yeah, he likes to join the vodka stream every now and again. Why? Because it's relaxed. Because Zach doesn't have to, you know, be in director mode, sitting in the chair, asking, a, you know, answering a bunch of freaking questions. He could just come on and shoot the shit. Wow. It's crazy how that is, huh? Wow, it just kind of built that little relationship. Interesting, right? It's always kind of nice when you could just shoot the shit with some people, with some fans and whatnot. <sighs> so I asked, I'll be like, what? I mean, why is that always, that's always the buzzword. You're a clout chaser, you're a clout chaser. Okay, I mean, I've talked about this before. We always, if you're doing this kind of thing, you're doing a YouTube channel, you're trying to do anything, you're writing articles for a blog, you're trying to do anything, podcasts or whatever, you want a little bit of clout, right? You want some clout, like the clout that I want is anytime that news comes out or a review comes out, I want you guys to be like, to think, hey, I wonder what Dave thinks about that. That's my thing, you know? And it's funny too, because these same people will look over here to the scoopsy daisies over there. Are they not trying to do their shit for clout? Don't they want the clout of being scoopers? I'm just saying. Oh, but it's okay for them to do that. But not me, or us, or anything like that. That's right. Again, they, these rules. Don't mention James Gunn. How dare you have somebody on your live stream because you're just doing it for clout. 
I mean, am I supposed to say no? Sorry, Zach, you can't come on because I don't want to be called a clout chaser. I, I just don't want to be... Fuck off. That's all I got to say about that. And then, of course, you know, I had somebody else who is... Uh, I think she is a moderator for um, certain channels to uh, tell me to delete my, my stream, delete all this stuff, um, called me film drunkie. That's right, film drunkie. Kind of has a good ring to it. I kind of like it. I was like, film drunkie, that's kind of cool. Because, you know, I'm always just like so fucking drunk on my streams. Like, ha, ah, ah, ha, ah. But I think she was actually drunk tweeting. It was like she was tweeting at, she was like tweeting at me, but not tweeting at me. It was very strange, but yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not going to name names, but I was just kind of like, well, that's interesting. I'm like, this, see that? Like, what is, that's what's going on with some of these people. They want me to just delete everything and go away. They want people to unsubscribe. They've t said unsubscribe, unfollow, stop doing all that. And I'm not saying that back. Okay. If I don't like what you, there's, a, there's YouTube channels. I don't like what they're doing, you know, Sidnor, you know, people like that. And you know, the scoopsy days is one like, I don't like what they're doing over there. The sleaziness that's going, but Hey, that's your, that's your hustle. That's what you do. Fine. Okay. If people are going to watch you fine, nothing I can do about it. Okay. Nothing I can do about it. If you choose to watch that and they have their shtick and they're doing it, then power to them. Okay. It doesn't mean I'm going to watch them or anything like that. And if anything comes about, I'll criticize it. But it's funny because when it comes to all this stuff, they want people to stop. I mean, this is not the first time this has happened too. When it comes to uh, certain people in the fandom, they want my, the following, the audience, everything to be taken away. They want me to be just deplatformed and done and everything like that. And that's just weird. It's like, I'm like, is that all you have? I mean, just, just, you could just ignore, you know, you could just ignore me if you want. I don't know. You choose. Like, what is it? What is it? I don't know. So, yeah, that's pretty much it, Dave. You have been on a real one since, uh, yeah, 2014, yeah. Zack Snyder's human, God forbid, he act like one. Exactly. It wasn't about questions. And what did Zach say? And I know this is, will probably make the same people mad. He's like, he said he'd be back. And that's when we'll talk about stuff. Okay? But, I mean, I didn't really want to ask him about anything that night. I just wanted to... It was just nice for him to show up. Fucking nicest guy in the world. And her, him and Debbie. Nice people in the world. But I didn't follow the rules, I didn't, apparently. That's what's so funny about this whole thing. Thank you, DJ, for all that. Power of choice. I know. I know. Well, drunk, you know, it was kind of drunk, Scott, but yeah. But anyway, so. And it was her anniversary weekend, too. Thank you, Steph, for, yeah. It was her anniversary weekend, and they, and they uh, took the time to do that. But, you know. But, of course, um, yeah. There wasn't, uh, I, we didn't ask the right questions, didn't do all that. But so it was kind of funny. So I had, you know, an interesting weekend pushing back on all that, you know, and, uh, you know, it's, and I appreciate the kind words. So many people said some kind words and that's another thing too, when it comes to this whole thing. And I know we always focus on the negative. That's what we do as humans. Like we can have, you know, uh, 99 positive messages, but that one negative message, that's the one that you point out. That's the one you put out there. And there's so much negativity out there nowadays. It's just all negativity doesn't matter doesn't matter what the balance is because usually it's 
the minority is negativity and the majority is positivity. Um, we always focus on the negativity and I don't, I'm trying, I'm, I didn't, I mean, yes, I pushed back on the negativity, but the, the fact of the matter is I got mainly positivity. I got so many people liking, liking the stream, liking the tweets, liking everything like that, sending some great messages. Even my friends were sending great messages, you know, Chris Wrong, Swenson, Everett's, um, you know, everybody was sending stuff. Travis sent some stuff, you know, and everybody was just saying stuff. Zed, I know you said something out there. And, you know, people were saying just really nice things as well, which was great, which is great. And the positivity was mainly there. And that's what's good is the fact that the majority of it was positivity. But, you know, you have to have a little fun pushing back on the negativity, too. And, you know, I did. And, yeah, I got called a lot, you know, got called a lot of names. And at the same time, I'm like, what's the end game? What are you trying to accomplish with this? When you're trying to when you're. When you're calling people clout chaser or pedophiles or whatever the fuck, you're calling people all these kind of names. I mean, you wonder why we get these articles that talk about the toxicity in the Snyder fandom. And then you see shit like that, shit that was hailed at me and all this kind of stuff. You see that, it's like, okay, so you realize that this is what they're talking about, right? You realize that. When we have all this other positive stuff... All this other positive stuff with the AFSB stuff, with everything else, that the, the campaigns and the art and videos and all this stuff. I mean, they're looking at this because what happens? Again, focus on the negative. We focus on the negative way too much. Way too much. Focus on the positive. Okay? What's the positive? Zach showed up. Zach and Debbie showed up and had and shot the shit with some fans unboxing a dark side statue. That's all it was. That's all it was. And we weren't going to bombard, bombard them with uh, a bunch of questions or anything like that. And, uh, you know, if you didn't, you know, we had some questions. If you didn't like it, then what? Then guess what? Just complain about it in your DMs and your group chats. That's what you got to do. But when you start doing that publicly, guess what? Then people start seeing it, which people, you know, people with bigger followings were seeing some of that stuff. I saw some of those and I was like, see, again, puts the fucking phantom in a negative light. A negative light. Ah, but anyways... Anyways, Clout Chaser taking a drink. Ah. Ah. The king, remember. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. One of the, the pillars, the pillars of all that. It wasn't about you, Dave. It was about me. I know. It was about Scott. It was about Scott. That's what it was about. And the struggle. I'm sure you're still sore about that. Ah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, and that's just what I wanted to talk about. You know, I mean, I'm just I just wish that when it comes to this kind of stuff, it's like, OK, you don't like me. You don't like what I do. Fine. But then when it was just like then, I mean, like what what I, I'm just trying to wonder, like, what exactly was I, you know, how would have it would have mattered? I, I guess you could say it would have mattered if we would have asked the, the right questions. It wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter no matter what. You know, and like I said, these guys, they, these people want me to be just to go away and want me to be, you know, taken away from my platform and take it away from all this and delete all my shit and stuff like that. It's very, very interesting. All because it's like, you know, it's whatever. I'm a fucking cloud chaser. But, uh, you know, some of those guys over there, you know, with their scoops and shit like that, they're not they're not cloud chasers. They're doing the Lord's work, they're doing the Lord's work. That's what they're doing. Jesus Christ. Okay, moving on to Batgirl now. And uh, Miss Leslie Grace, she decided to grace us 
with a, uh, a video that she, I guess, posted on TikTok. And uh, kind of shows a little bit more behind the scenes right here. So check this out. You know you really made me we'll turn that off. But look at that. Oh, oh, some behind the scenes. A lot of stuff. Fighting. Okay. Makeup, hair. Oh, some stunt work. Look at that. That's about it. Not much, I know. But, uh, you know, I mean, hey. Anytime I've done casual Batman, and yes, guys, casual Batman will return soon. I mean, my face kind of looks like this. It's, uh, you know, you get sweaty, you get hot. But look at this right here. So she was in, who is choking her right now? That's what I'm wondering. That's a behind-the-scenes shot right there of her getting choked. So that's very interesting. And I, I'm guessing it's Firefly because maybe he's got, you know, he's wrapped up. He's got the hands wrapped up or something like that. And it's pretty interesting. And then, of course, some, uh, you know, fighting. And then it looks like she's like, uh, she's breathing really hard right there and looks very concerned. I don't know if that means anything, but yes. And, uh, yeah, some more fighting was happening behind the scenes. And then this is pretty cool. Some pretty cool wire, wire work right there. Look at that. Look at this guy right up here. Almost looks penguin-esque. Her right there with the, yeah. So there you go. That's... A little bit more footage when it comes to Batgirl right there. I don't know if we'll see more. Hopefully we will. All that hard work. I know, it does. It does, you know? Like, it, it sucks because I get the business side of it, but I also go, well, these people just busted their asses for like two years trying to make something, and I don't think it was going to be as bad as they're making it. I think it should, you know what? I mean, when it comes to the whole thing, I mainly blame the old regime and... Uh, and uh and hamada <laughs> i mainly blame those people because they were trying to fit batgirl in a nice little nook right there and they fucked up they completely i don't know you know we all know that hamada had some weird plan that was going to lead to like a a crisis on infinite earths kind of thing and god knows how he was actually going to get there and i don't know to me i'm just like i more blame hamada and the old regime really really just do because it's just like you know, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, it's a little cold that their uh, Warner Brothers Discovery decided to just axe it. And we're probably not going to ever see it. But, you know, what can you do? Business decision. And maybe something will happen. Maybe something will happen where it actually ends up getting released. I don't know. You know, if anybody, the, you know, the campaigners out there, maybe they'll start building and building just like, you know, Snyder Cut stuff happens. So we'll see. And then. Don't worry, darling. So did anybody see Don't Worry, Darling over the weekend? Like I said, I was going to go see it, but I was just mentally drained, and I was like, I'm just not in the mood. I just want to watch some football. Um, there's a lot of things, obviously, when it came to the Venice Film Festival. You know, there was that whole thing when it came to supposedly Harry Styles spitting on Chris Pratt, the whole Olivia Wilde thing. Apparently, there was reports. There was definite reports that uh, Florence Pew, 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 and uh, Olivia Wilde kind of bumped heads over the uh, uh, over some things when it came to, uh, well, we have this article right here from Vulture. Don't worry, darling, it's Judgment Day. Don't worry, darling, blah, 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 blah. An anonymous executive from the rival studio called Early Estimates, yeah, talking about that, it's going to be bad, and they said, I've never seen uh, tracking go up and down so much. Yeah, it didn't do as well. Uh, Pew's refusal to uh, the Bears. Yeah. So when it came to this and basically this article, it talked about a screaming match between Florence Pugh and Olivia Wilde broke out. 
a person recalls. According to our source, uh, the comedy of uh, allegedly um, reached all the way to the top of the studio totem pole after production wrapped with the highest ranking Warner Brothers executive at the time, Toby Emmerich, forced to play referee in a long negotiation process to ensure Pugh would participate in the film's life cycle in a way, in any way, and not jeopardize the potential box office. So poor Toby, poor Toby, right? Aw, one of his last movies, and that's going to be happening. But, you know, when it comes to a statement, we're proud of the work. And, uh, you know, they even talked about, like, Florence, Florence Pugh wasn't even going to, like, really talk about the movie, but she did post about it, so... I think some of this was a little bit inflated when it came to all this. And then we have this article right here from People. Don't worry, darling. Crew disputes claims of onset drama between Olivia Wilde and Florence Pugh. Vulture uh, reported, of course, about all that, claiming the blowout argument took place between Wilde and Pugh. Now an executive statement to uh, People personnel who worked on Don't Worry Darling, says that any rumors of onset tensions are completely false. As a crew, we've avoided addressing the absurd gossip surrounding the movie we're so proud of, but feel the need to correct the anonymous sources quoted in a recent article. Any allegations about unprofessional behavior on the set of Don't Worry Darling are completely false. Calling Wilde an incredible leader and director who was present with and involved in every aspect of the production and behind the scenes workers said the star ran this set with class and respect for everyone involved. They also stated there was never a screaming match between our director and anyone, let alone a member of our cast. We're, we are happy to put put out our names on this as real people who worked on the film and who have witnessed and, and benefited from the collaborative and safe space Olivia creates as a director and leader. Just the fact that you said safe space, I think this is a little bit of BS too. <laughs> you can't, I can't, I can't buy that there wasn't some tension. I can't buy it. I can't buy it. Now, the first original source, maybe that was a little too inflated, like I said, but I think this is also a counter reaction. And I think they're all going, we were, we were on a happy set. Olivia Wilde is great. It's great. It's great. It's great. She is fantastic. I think it's like, you know, it's some of that. It's uh, just basically trying to help the box office. They were like, oh, shit, somebody released that on Vulture. We'll get somebody else to release some positive shit. We got, you know, we got money to make. So I would say that maybe it's like a little bit of both. Maybe we just meet in the middle. Maybe there was tension and maybe it wasn't all that great. I don't know. It's just, when you see what happened at the Venice Film Festival, it was just a little strange. Why was Chris Pine sitting, did I say Pratt at first? Pine, why was he sitting between Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde? Why was there nothing, there was like, I don't know if there's any pictures, nothing was taken of Olivia Wilde and Florence Pugh. That was a little strange too. So I'm thinking something did happen. Maybe it wasn't as exaggerated as the first source said it, but I don't think it was like, oh, it was completely peaceful. It was a safe space. We totally professional. Bullshit. I don't think that was. But we'll probably never know the truth. And uh, yeah, the movie didn't do that well with the box office. Like I said, Avatar beat it in the worldwide box office, which is just crazy. Again, the GOAT, James Cameron, put on those sunglasses, you know, and whatever. But yeah, but I, I don't know. Maybe eventually we'll hear something about it. Who knows? Why? Here, yeah, I don't know. 
it was who knows if he actually did spit it did look like he spit just the reaction all that stuff it's all just pretty crazy i don't know i guess we'll never fully know but maybe there'll be a documentary in about 10 years about it but all i know is that maybe both i think both of these articles and the responses were exaggerated i think something did for for 100 percent sure did happen chris pine canceled his appearance on jimmy fallon come on he's like let's just put this movie behind me i'm gone you know i think that's what was going on so all right there you go there's all the main topics right there guys oh gotta live that monday show right Okay, so let's see. Let's get to some Twitter questions. Let's uh, look at some of this. Uh, let's make sure that we're all good here. Wow, there's a lot. Might not get all through all of them. Holy shit. <laughs> there's a lot. I just saw an image. Uh, it's clean, but it's funny. Uh, Eric, riddle me this, Dave. How can one be a clout chaser if they already possess the Snyderific clout in question? Exactly. Patreon stream soon. Um, probably not going to be that soon. I got things that are happening in the next couple of weekends. So I'll keep you post, I'll keep you patrons posted. So yeah, but the next couple of weekends are kind of, uh, filled with busyness. So uh devon wooter hi dave i just watched don't worry darling i really like the film what do you what did do you did you like it or hated it i didn't see it so yeah sadly i didn't see it i watched your screen on uh friday i can't believe you forgot to ask i did not i i forgot that okay i i think you're being sarcastic because i did ask zach about rebel moon um of course some people didn't think i did uh carrie Hey, Dave, great stream on Friday. I'm assuming uh, Scott is still alive. Yes, he was in the chat. He's still alive, and uh, he's probably feeling a little soreness. You know, muscles got a little pumped up when it came to uh, unboxing that thing. After Batman, who would you rank as your top five DC heroes? And say The Flash, Superman. Um, you know, I, I, was, I got really into Green Arrow when Rebirth happened. I thought that was cool, but, you know, you know, your normal ones. I like course i like uh you know your booster gold for for just for the com comedic purposes and whatnot um but you know yeah i don't know that's pretty much off the top of my head i guess you could say um mr uh boomish tricky one do you think zach could have executed the martha scene better or done something else as a majority of people still don't get it is uh the director's responsibility if most people don't understand it love your content day well thank you um i mean no i mean i think there was some scenes that were deleted that maybe would have added to it for for more people to understand because you know batman batman versus superman was i mean there was probably still like a good 20 minutes of like one of the you know his first cut of that movie that was still cut out that had clark really investigating batman bruce wayne and stuff like that so maybe it would have been a little bit more like people would have understood it a little bit more if uh, we had those extra scenes 
Ryan, Dave, I enjoyed the past Friday's vodka stream a lot. The haters are going to hate. I smell the green color of envy. That said, I thought I'd give you another mean post, right? Yeah, mean post. I love the arms right there. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Gustavo, what's up, Dave? Sorry about this, but it really threw me off. Yeah, Jeff Johns. I mean, he didn't get fully canceled. He definitely didn't. He's still working on things behind the scenes. Sadly, but as long as he's not touching the movies. Fuck that guy. Um, yeah, Jacob, yeah, this was Dwayne Johnson reacted to Justice League footage. And yeah, could have been, right? A lot of people using that. Oh, hey, still book out who the fuck watching the stream would want a digital code. Yes. Anybody uh, hit up Jacob. Hit up Jacob. Aram. Hit up Jacob if you want a uh, digital code for uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He's got one. Do I send my question here? <laughs> yes, you do, Derek. Uh, CK, up to this point, J.J. Abrams' Black Superman project is dead in the water. Absolutely. But uh, are, what are the odds of him leaking out the script to try to spark some conversation about the project? I really hope that doesn't happen. Then you need to uh, get Rebecca Johnson of Supergirl Radio and Duck Milk, pra, I guess, uh, prod on YouTube on your show. She's a big-time Snyder fan and advocate your pal Scott has even been on the... Yes, we've actually talked about that. I probably will reach out to get her on. Yeah, he was just on her podcast recently. Uh, yeah, Boomish again, you already talked about shoes only. We, uh, i got to move on here. Sorry, Miss Jansen. Uh, does The Rock really have as much clout at Warner Brothers as he'd like us to believe he does? No, because DC Super Fat Pets did not do well. <laughs> It's just, I mean, yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't have the clout that he thinks he has. Yeah, no, sadly, he doesn't. Uh, Joseph, hey Dave, how's uh, this for a Black Adam versus Superman pitch? Take a Terminator Two formula and have Black. I've had Adam as the T one thousand honey Billy Batson in the uh, as uh, in the John Connor role and Superman in the T eight hundred role. Yeah, that'd be pretty interesting. It's not a bad idea. Yep, already saw that. And then this is the this is the this is what made me laugh. Spider-Man directed by David Ayer. That's some good shit right there. It's Toby Maguire buffed out and tattooed out. That's pretty hilarious. I like it. Spider-Man directed by David Ayer. Uh, Ronak, awesome vodka stream last weekend, man. Don't let the Twitter bitches say otherwise. Oh no, I didn't let the Twitter bitches say otherwise. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just one of those things where it was just, it was just funny. It was just like, wow, really, man. Yeah. You just gotta have some respect for people. You have some, have some respect, you know, we're not getting you know, he Again, he took time out of his Friday to join, to watch the statue. We weren't going to just go, Hey Zach, what about this? What about that? What about this? What about that? No. Okay. And again, he said, I'll be back. He said he was going to be back. And then we'll dive into the projects. That's what we'll do. Okay. But that setting was not for that. It wasn't for that. It was a great, it was like one of the best top vodka streams out there because we had, it was fun watching Scott struggle to get that damn thing out. And uh, it was just great to see, uh, you know, great to talk to Ray Porter again. And I could listen to that man talk for hours. And he and he talked. We had some great conversations with Ray. We didn't talk about current stuff. We just shot the shit. It was just a great stream of just people shooting the shit. That's all it was. 
And that's, uh, I'm glad that that's what it is. And that's what I try to strive for. I want that clout for the vodka stream, that it's a relaxed place where you don't have to be like, oh, I got to answer a bunch of questions. No, I want it to be relaxed and just be a conversation amongst friends. That's all. That's all I want. That's the clout that I want for the vodka stream, okay? So consider me a clout chaser for wanting that for the vodka stream. Okay. Okay. All right, guys, that's it. That's it for today's show. Thank you guys for um, tuning in, for clicking in, I should say. Make sure you smash that like, thumbs up, do all that stuff. Make sure you hit that notification bell, subscribe, everything. Follow me on the sock meds all around me. Patreon if you want to help out the partnership a little bit more. Or if you want to join, you know, you can hit the join button. Join the Film Junkie family as well. Do all that. And uh, then, of course, uh, yeah, I'll see you guys tomorrow at the same junkie time, same junkie channel. All right, guys. Love you. Talk to you later.